welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Dan Ryan, uh, otherwise known as Jessica Chastain, dancing to Olivia Rodrigo. Mm. Uh, joined, as always, by my co-host... I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, and call me Bones is weary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed. Uh, so, we are here for the penultimate in, uh, series of episodes mm-hmm. for Mobile Fighter G Gundam. At last, at last, Lord Almighty. No, I'm just kidding. I love, it's I love a, this series. It has been a long time coming. You know, I finished a lot of series in between this Gundam. You have, you have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I have only managed to finish, like, sagas in seasons, mm-hmm. but uh, perhaps I can change that in the yeah. near future. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, we, we, these, these episodes today will be pretty casual viewing, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously they will build up to the grand finale yeah. of G Gundam, uh, which I'm excited to, to share with everyone. Cause mm-hmm. this was one of those things where, uh, the first time I ever watched G Gundam on TV, uh, I caught bits and pieces of this finale. It really stuck with me cause it was like. You know, one minute you're watching episodes, and it's like, oh, it's like a martial arts tournament between these Gundams, mm-hmm. and then you get to the end, and shit just escalates uh, to, like, Final Fantasy levels. So, I'm excited to share it with you and with everyone yeah. uh, listening. I'm excited to see what happens to Doman Kuhn and com- company. But uh, do we have any anime life or video game news to discuss before we get started? I got a few things. Go uh, just, for it. Uh, just a couple. Uh, most of them, they, they fall back on you. Okay. Um, so the first thing is we got a The Boy and the Heron teaser trailer. Yes. And I feel like we have to talk about it because it looks phenomenal. It just does. by the trailer and the general mood, it seems like a darker Miyazaki which is something that we've been longing for for quite a while. It definitely. And um, it just seems exciting that it's coming out in December. We'll have something to look forward to. And Miyazaki has revealed he got us again. It's not his last movie. It's not. Yeah, we He's knew. coming out we, of retirement listen, again. <laughs> season one, we knew. We knew that old uh, Coot has some things behind or yeah. up his sleeve. And, mm. and truthfully, as people have pointed out, I, I like I've seen this take a lot, it could just be... That when he's in the process of producing these movies, it's understandably a huge amount of stress. Mm. But then when it's over and he reflects back on it, he's like, I can do that one more time. And then that seems to be the pattern. As long as he doesn't leave his legacy to Goro. And we're not complaining. No, no, no. You could could re-listen on the annals of our Podbean storage system (laughs) for our comments on Goro Miyazaki. But, you know, it's been a classic. That was how we started. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why we will return, I think, as soon as that hits streaming or something. We will watch that. We'll try to watch that in theaters, I guess. Maybe we'll give... Maybe we'll give, like, a blind reaction, like, going out from it. I don't know. I If, if anything would warrant that, yeah. I would say definitely that. Yeah. Certainly not a haunting in Venice, but that would, well, would definitely warrant for it. For some, <laughs> haunting in Venice might be of equal value. That's soon. That's, yeah. like, next week. Everything's next week. Your yes. Pokemon DLC, that. A, a fabled Nintendo Direct where Dan's going to get all his wishes granted again. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. It's we don't know yet. It's happening. Yeah. He only posted a picture of Donkey Kong. Yeah, what leader. could that mean? So and then a certain dead series is coming back. Grand Faroque should pay attention. Yeah, if for anyone not aware, a leaker has been. <laughs> well, this leaking. is going to come up five weeks after the direct. So. Yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah, maybe future us will have already seen the direct yeah. and maybe gotten these wishes granted. But yeah. mm. the leaker who leaked Super Mario Bros. Wonder leaked uh that there's a direct coming soon as we would expect in september yep and donkey kong and f-zero might feature in somehow yeah, and there's so. rumblings that nintendo has showed off their switch successor mm-hmm. which might be backwards compatible which in the best of all worlds that would be the case mm-hmm. 
Um, I will immediately snatch that up because the Switch is a go-to system for me. Switch and DS previously. Mm -hmm. PS5 ain't seen a lot of use, so I'll be honest with that. But if I could just get the rumored uh, Thousand Door remake, I'll be satisfied. Well, and people are saying that... uh... I, I I would assume that the Switch 2 is like two Switches stacked on top of each other. It was apparently wow. able to play uh, that Matrix Awakenings I... tech demo that came out a few years ago, and it was also able to play the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, so it's a much stronger system than the base Switch by itself, so maybe they're emphasizing performance this time. Mm. Uh, maybe. Maybe. We pray. Perhaps, yeah. But uh, that's all that I have to look forward to so far. What's the first thing on your docket? Um, well, if we're starting with video games, uh, I've been chugging along through Final Fantasy 16. Yes, yes. I'm absolutely loving it. Yep. I, I feel like I'm nearing the end of the story at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it probably my fave in a long time. Yeah. It is, it is just... It's kept me playing. And not only has it kept me playing, but taking a page out of your book... I'm actually doing all the side quests. Because mm. I don't think I've discussed this before, but the way that Final Fantasy 16 works, really, you don't have to do any of the side quests, but you get a lot of world building through them. Mm. Like, you find out about different circumstances and where different people are coming from and all this stuff by doing them. So I've made an attempt to do everything in yeah. this game. And it's I'm loving Clive and his mm-hmm. his goober band, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Fave in a long time. Someday it's there sitting. I'm on chapter one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, still keeping up with Zelda. Of course. Just did the Minecart Madness, which, surprising to no one, I did not like. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I don't like Minecart levels. I don't like lava levels. Mm-hmm. The Gorons and I have never really truly connected since Ocarina of Time. Of course. But uh, we're two sides of the a different coin there. But you saved <laughs> you them from their bad beef. Yeah, right? yeah, they got bad beef that got absorbed <laughs> by time and space. I just found it really dumb. And whenever the minecart levels, I was like, oh, which way do I go? There's too many minecarts down here. And then going into the depths, I was like, I haven't explored down here at all. There's still so much game. You gotta do that too. Yeah, I know. There's spooky things, but there's also rewards. I so. know, but I've been doing everything on the sky and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like the depths is daunting, but I'll get to it. I'll, of course. I'll finish it. The Zoras are next. Just a few more Kuroks and then the yeah. uh, the uh, desert remains that I haven't touched yet. You gotta go help the Zoras with their icky paint light. Oh, there's some problem. dirt and goo over yeah. there, yeah. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that was technically... Is, That's is that it you? for you? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I got more. I got oh, go, more, go, but go um, mostly it falls to you. So, I mean, we're gonna be... It's mostly Pokemon related, I uh-huh. should say. So, um, I was in a mental funk this week, an emotional space, as always, mm-hmm. and, uh, I said, hey, let's turn on these stupid Pokemon series so I can laugh at them, aside from Pokemon collaborating with Hatsune Miku, which I've loved. Well, we gotta talk about those Yeah, they're, they're great, they're wonderful, <laughs> like, truly, the best part of every day <laughs> was seeing what will Miku's new musical-themed Pokemon and design be. They haven't disappointed They haven't. Once. My favorite's the Psychic, I like the Water mm-hmm. one, but... I, I love them all. I got Skeledurge and Rillaboom yeah. in there, so I was I was more than pleased. But yeah, they I commissioned you to do a series of me with every. I can every easily type. do that yeah, I, yeah. easily. Yeah, and then you just go off your instinct. Yeah, <laughs> and then I judge accordingly. But it's been great. Um, so I turned on. 
I guess we could start with the one we both watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, Palladian Winds. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of it? Paldean Winds. Hi. Palladian. Paldean. Sure. Yeah. And I liked it. Quality animation. This is what I want out of a Pokemon anime. As we mentioned last time, they did this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. It's about like a trio exploring or going on their adventure. And one specifically um, dealing with her father conducting her while she's... Uh, co-opting with her like Do, passion she, for music she has like a flute solo yeah, yeah, yeah. and obviously her partner is is a uh, foy coco because mm-hmm. he's the music themed one yeah. uh, and she's about to go up to the mountain to dramatically cast her flute aside, aside yeah because she doesn't want to play anymore um but then she saves arwen from a rampaging uh a titan, titan and, which is uh, now available to download and it is Violet. yeah, yeah. Um, like a flute is the code <laughs> and yeah, so I would assume that each episode will be, like, a different vignette from, yeah. like, each student to we, see what they're up to. We got to see my main girl, Tinkaton, go ham after a Corviknight. Yeah, being deeply and racist said, against the Corviknight. I said, this <laughs> is anime. This is what I needed. Just yeah. the sheer joy. It's like me attacking One Piece in front of Dan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow! <laughs> She's just about to commit a hate crime. She's I loved just it. jumping up. Yeah. And the, the animation was so dynamic. Yeah. It, was, it, was it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved it. And then the second one that, like, Twitter was like, you should watch this. It's wholesome. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fine, I'll watch the the stupid Pokemon Path to the Peak mm-hmm. card game version of it. And it was super cute. Like, it's something to just turn on for 40 minutes or 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's only five episodes about a girl learning how to play the Pokemon TCG. And, you know, they're 10 minutes episodes each. It, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Like, it made me cry. I was like, oh, everything makes me cry this week, so... That, that's no, it doesn't get a badge of courage or anything. Yeah, it's fine. But, but yeah. it, w- it was cute. And, you know, it got me into card games again, which you know is my Mr. Tone Mania, which we'll get to a bit later. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Got, we got a special yeah. event for yeah. today's episode. Magical event, which I'm sure will disappoint everyone. Um, So I guess my next news piece? Yeah, I I think that's everything I have aside from the, <laughs> the Mickey the Mouse in the, in the room. room. Yeah. The magical elephant in the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I am, aside from the movie, I am all caught up with Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay, I'm um, not. Yeah, I've only seen season one so far. Like, uh, from what I've seen of season two, it's, I mean, obviously the first part of it is like Goro's, uh, or Gojo, my Paul. I had Goro on the brain there, Gojo's yeah. backstory. Uh, and it is some of the most beautifully animated stuff I have seen in a long old time. Yeah. Uh, it is just gorgeous. It is like an emotional little... I'd be fine with that coming to the podcast, just saying. I, I think we must, because mm. it is... I mean, obviously, it's impressing Well, you know, you everywhere. do the the show the shoho, or the shonen. You, well, you do yeah. Maho Shoujo. Yeah, I, I do, do shoujo. shonen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just absolutely gorgeous. Um, really cool backstory for some of what's going on in the present day storyline, mm. I think. And then it picks up in the present... Uh, so I would assume that that was done to make it a good story in conjunction with the movie, which is also like a prequel. So mm-hmm. I got to check that out next. Um, but no complaints on that front so far. Really mm-hmm. loving it. Mm-hmm. The the every opening is just a a banger. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boil. That's uh, all I got. <laughs> um. Well. The only other thing that I have mm-hmm. is that uh, it came up in, in discussion that One Piece live action has taken the world by storm at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are enjoying it <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, of, of, of every age or mm-hmm. tuning in to watch these pirates. 
Um, and that does raise the, you know, the likelihood that we are going to get a season two. Well, they said season two's written. They're it is written. waiting for the writer's strike to happen or, you know, to finish up. Yeah. Hopefully it does. I'm worried that it's on Netflix and Netflix is notorious for canceling things after two seasons. They are. And that's I, so, like I, I said that when I was talking to you, it yeah. was like, I do fear for it because they'll do it out of the blue for anything. And Hulu just announced that the great isn't continuing. Really? After three seasons, yeah, after three seasons, and I loved that show. I might actually bring that show somehow, connect that to anime in some way, because I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, a cute um, Marie Antoinette sort of Sofia Coppola vibe. But uh, anyways, I worry for One Piece for you, but I'm I'm happy or happy. Yeah. I hope we get a season two. I hope we get Jamie Lee Curtis in it, and that gives it the kick to get back. Yeah, and <laughs> and that is really I I I think by all accounts the real metric is you know really lucky if it gets a season two and then season three is the real turning point mm-hmm. because that seems to be like the stranger things metric for them mm, i wouldn't compare it to stranger things just yet dan <laughs> no no i'm yeah, saying yeah. in terms of how like the netflix people are like running the numbers yes, it's yes. like if we can if every season premiere of this can get like a slash on yeah. sol- uh, like social media mm-hmm. then we have some incentive to keep it going and so far it feels like one piece has yeah even then i i worry though because stranger things seems like the needle in the haystack for that like i didn't expect that to go to the duffer brothers they wanted six they got five yeah which is solid, but even then, I feel like I, I just pray that you get something out of this. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the very least, it'll it'll uh, it'll spread the gospel of One Piece a little <laughs> bit, get people to check oh, it, it out. It's trending. Um, but no, I'm just it warms my heart to see you know people are having such a good time with it, mm-hmm. and people who wouldn't have encountered One Piece otherwise are stumbling across it, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's doing a much better job, obviously, than, like, Cowboy Bebop and Death Note did in that department, so yeah, yep. that's all we can really ask for. And as people have pointed out, though, like, many reviewers who have tried to discuss this show have said it might be one of the best anime adaptations of, like, an anime like this, but it is still not 100% perfect as a show. Mm-hmm. So this realm still has a ways to go until... You know, we could, you know, like, we could compete on, like, HBO level or yeah. something yes. with, with one of these adaptations. Yeah. Are we going to get, like, Hunter Schaefer, Alexia Demi, and, 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 and <laughs> Zendaya? Like, yeah, and it would be interesting to see, because another thing that people have pointed out is that with the success of this, or at least, again, with the social media hype, mm-hmm. is that other studios that own anime properties might start, you yeah, know, turning to it. it. Especially yeah. if Cape Shit enters a downturn, then yeah. they might turn to anime. So. Let's get the live action Zatch Bills with actual babies fighting. Actual babies, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll tune in every week. We'll see what happens. But... Oh, I do have one more thing. Okay. I watched the next two episodes of Fiona and Cake, mm-hmm. and it's still quality. Still amazing. They're doing this crazy multiverse thing that's tying together the franchise of Adventure Time. Even Flapjack is in the Adventure Time universe now, mm-hmm. officially, which is great. Okay. Yeah. They reference Flapjack. They show that. Uh, they have a lich's hand that falls into a Flapjack episode for the same voice actor for the lich that goes into this. It, like, ties the universes together, and I think it's extremely quality so far. As I mentioned last time, or last episode, uh, Fiona is going through some shit in her late 20s mm-hmm. in just a mundane universe. Her cat manages to get into the land of Ooh through continuing backstory from the original series mm-hmm. and it's just solid work so far i am invested of course so maybe we'll tune them in after our 
Hunger Games rewatch or something, but I'm thoroughly into this. Yeah, that's that's post that's yeah, well, post yeah, podcast yeah. content. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's our that's for that's our own benefit. <laughs> Behind the curtain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have that in place to recover after, like, Sinister Sixes and such. Yeah, so. we need a detox after the <laughs> podcast. After giant fighting mechs and, you know, uh, magical jellyfish. girls. Yeah, jellyfish. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, so obviously we have a big different tangent. Would you mind if I yes. quickly throw yes. a prompt yes. your way? I, I've seen it. Yes, you can. So, uh, I said that one of the characters that we will have is uh, an Utna-inspired uh battle princess who owns the meta metacross arena mm-hmm. which is you know kind of the player's final obstacle before they get to the southern half uh obviously she's duelist utna themed mm-hmm. just think on one singular pokemon that can be her main she's gonna have a metagross on her team but yep. she i would i would assume uh that you would want to yeah. contribute um, a signature i'll take care of that i'll spearhead that one it, with the only uh caveat being that uh obviously gardevoir yep. is getting a susperia yep. remake mm-hmm. so in some ways that would have been the easy choice because it's like gardevoir and galade but yeah i'm giving you you know susperia newsperia versions yeah. of them yeah. very I'll, soon i'll think outside the box for this one I so think. Yeah. yeah so it could be original form it could be original you i am at your disposal <laughs> um but th- that is that is really the only uh thing is that uh Ralts and company are already accounted yeah. for so. i gave them their their new start of course yep um, and I guess, you know, I, I did, I, we have to describe my tangent now. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to old Tarjay. You did. Online, thanks to Wario64, and I procured uh, some Lorcana cards through the starter decks, you which did. each come with one pack. At MSRP, I'm not a scalper, but if I could have bought more, I would have bought more, because mm-hmm. they've been rocketing for this stupid Disney card game. I just, I, I needed cards. I love cardboard, I love overpaying for cardboard yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh the Yu-Gi-Oh bug hits me like once a year and it's, it's I have a, no I never play the game but, no, it's, but I buy enough that we could all play the game if we wanted to like what my dream is that if Grant comes over we each pick a starter deck and we each play but yeah you know dreams sometimes don't come true it is a mutual love of ours and yeah. I should emphasize, we are not getting sponsored by Lorcana. Oh, no. We are not. No, we are not no, getting. We're not paid. crossing any picket lines for that. We just trust are me. doing this because yeah, we we're, like, we're big thirty-year-old nerds who like Disney cards. Yeah, Disney. <laughs> so, um, I doubt it. we're gonna pull anything of worth, but we're gonna take a quick break, mm-hmm. get the packs out, and then open them live on the air. So yeah. you know, yeah. skip forward a few minutes if you don't want this content. Or else Who would we'll, want to miss this? we'll see you after the break with our disappointing polls. Of course. I'm setting the bar low because that's what I do. You gotta believe. Mm. Okay, we're back, audience, after that whole kerfuffle. Yeah. Care to describe and she uh, just went through. A brief technical mishap. Mm-hmm. Uh, each, so for reference, you purchased nine starter decks. Yes. yes. Um, and the way that it works is that each starter deck obviously contained a starter deck, but it also contained a, a little blurb pack. on the types, uh, yeah. play mat. Uh, I think there was something else in there too, but yeah. But mostly a a random pack. Yeah, a random um, pack. I had no problems opening my boxes. I'm a good boy. The starter Let's decks see. are are wrapped in like baking sheets, <laughs> well, so one of them broke on mine. So mm-hmm. I had to, I had to pick up the cards. Yeah, he <laughs> so. dropped some of his starter deck cards. So don't be buying from him. But they'll be safe now. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna go. We're gonna take turns. Yeah. 
Opening these S- packs. Start us off, Dan. Pick your first one. Okay, I'll We've pick. got Mickey, Elsa, and Maleficent to choose from. I'll pick this Mickey one. All right. Let's see what, what do you got in there. I'm sure it'll be eight enchanted for Dan and none for Jonathan. I got the Duke of Weaselton. Weaselton. Yeah. Uh, Maleficent. Mm-hmm. Aladdin, Street Rat. Oh. Uh, Minnie Mouse, Beloved Princess. Jetsam as Ursula's spy. Mm-hmm. Tinkerbell, Tiny Tactician. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smash. Yeah. Shield of Virtue. Great card. Befuddle. Yep. Good uh, card. Dr. Facilier. Uh, amazing card. I'll be stealing that from you. Agent Provocateur. Mm-hmm. And the hollow for this one is The Beast is Mine as Ooh, an action. Ooh, all right. I'll be taking a Maleficent pack because she's my girl. I don't, how do I open these, Dan? Do you go from the bottom? Do you go from the top? Uh, you kind of like tear it at the top. Oh, where's my skizzers? What's the matter with these skizzers? I'll be cutting them open. You can get like a little opening on top uh, and nah, then just nah, separate it with your finger like this. I'm not about that life. See, I'm good at opening the starter decks, but uh, the packs are a different story for me. <laughs> <clears throat> Some technical difficulties. Alright, I've got an Elsa. Nice uh, Ruby Elsa. Healing Glow. The Wardrobe. Okay. Another Duke of Wesselton. Another Maleficent. Okay. Another Aladdin, but a different color, I think. Pascal, the Cheshire Cat, Bill, Captain Hook, Robin Hood, and a Hollow Maleficent, which That's I very love. good. I love yeah. her. Yeah. One of your faves. Good for me. I enjoy that, yes. Okay, I will grab an oh, Elsa I'll be, next. I'll be taking that next Elsa. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So let's see. No enchanted yet, though. <laughs> but I do like this Robin Hood. Hmm. And you know, this card art, it's good. I like it. I do, yeah. Maybe we'll take a starter deck. We'll play a round or so. I got Sergeant Tibbs, Courageous Cat. Of course, yeah. Stitch, New Dog. I got Isma mm-hmm. uh, as the Alchemist. Sudden Chill, uh, Donald Duck strutting his stuff. Uh, Cerberus, Three-Headed Dog. Yep. Uh, Captain, the Colonel's Lieutenant. Befuddle again. Befuddle's a good card. Jasper, a common crook. Scar, the mastermind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the queen. Oh, I'm, I'm stealing that queen. That's uh, mine, Dan. <laughs> and a holographic healing glow. Oh, that's a rare... Oh, no, healing glow. Yeah, that's a good card. I'll be stealing that queen, though, just so you know. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I've got... I've taken the other Elsa pack. I've got Archimedes the Owl from Sword in the Stone. Oh. Uh, Tinkerbell, Merlin, Simba, Donald Duck... Elsa the Snow Queen, mm-hmm. just a just a common so far. Flynn Rider, another Maleficent, a whole new world, and a holographic captain from Sleeping um, Tangled, and Dinglehopper, which was okay. in the back. Okay, that pack was not packed correctly. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Okay, I'll take a Maleficent. Yes. Let's see. I'll be looking at my deck list after this and stealing everything that Dan has on it, but all the rest are Dan's. <laughs> uh, another Stitch. Another Archimedes, uh, Stampede from uh, Lion King, Work Together, mm-hmm. Gaston, uh, Prince Eric, Dashing and Brave, uh, Anna from uh, Frozen, obviously. Actually, Dan, it's pronounced Anna. Mad Hatter. <laughs> good card, good card for Chief the Emeralds. Chief yeah. uh, Do It Again, It's Not Baroque, and then another Holographic Healing Glow. Another Holographic Healing, healing Glow? Glow? Yeah. Oh, we're getting a lot of the sames in these uh, startup packs, let me tell you. All right, I took the last Maleficent. I've got a uh, Amethyst Maleficent, mm-hmm. Peter Pan, Philatites, 
Minnie Mouse, another Dingle Hopper, Simba, a Shield of Virtue, another Befuddle, which we've had in every one of these picks. But you said it's good. Yep, so. yep, yep. Oh, a Mother Knows Best, a Sword of Truth, and another Queen. I'm going to get that play set of the Queen today. Okay. Which is a good card. <laughs> I love the Queen, let me tell you. And then a Shiny Smash. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Smash. Okay. Do you want a Mickey Mouse? I will give you all my Shinies for your Queens, Dan, because I love her, and I need at least three of her, I think. Of course. Happy to trade. <laughs> Happy to trade. Okay. Got Hakuna Matata. Ooh. Got the Magic Broom, the Pocket mm. Brigade. Ooh. Sudden Ooh. Chill. Philatites. He's got a sword uh, from Aladdin. The Beast Smear. Prince Philip. Uh, Smash again. Dragonfire. White Rabbit's Pocket Wash. Mm-hmm. Beast. And a true hero, Hercules. Wow. One of my faves. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I Didn't chose... come out of this empty-handed. Yeah, no. No, you've got some things. All right, so I've got a Mickey Mouse pack. I've got Hey Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> Freeze, Stolen Scimitar, Develop Your Brain, good card, Abu, mm-hmm. Cerberus, Lefou, Ransack, Rapunzel, Sword of Truth, Musketeer Tabard, and a Shiny Genie. Oh, very nice. Ah, and then the last pack, yes. I will open here. It's a Please. Mickey Mouse. Let's see what we got. Moment of truth. Oh, what's in it? Isn't it enchanted? <laughs> Did we do it? It's being difficult. Okay. Yeah. And of course it is, Dad. <laughs> what's inside? Here, give me those scissors. <laughs> oh, you need the scissors, do you? Here. Oh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm happy we got two queens. That's the card I was worried about. Another Sergeant Tibbs, mm-hmm. Dingle Hopper, another Yzma, Stolen Scimitar, Aurora, Aladdin, Cornered Swordsman, this mm-hmm. one, Shield of Virtue, Ursula's Cauldron. Oh, I'll be taking that. Tamatoa, mm-hmm. Ariel, ooh, Hades. Hades. And Marshmallow Holographic. Wow. Which, wow. Who I also like. Yeah. Sweet. There you go. All right, and we pulled some Lorcana cards for y'all. We did. Yeah. It went by so quick, didn't it? It does. Well, yeah, that's how they get you. I do like it. We'll have to try a round or so, you know, with these. Yeah. Maybe we can use the starter decks or some shit. But, As I uh, said, I, I, the queen was what I wanted. I wanted one Ursula, but we'll keep pulling. It, that you gotta we'll keep, keep hoping. We'll keep dreaming. Yeah. And these are only, again, <laughs> it's from a select group of movies, so if we... If this proves popular and we keep getting more, we yeah. might get more random. Well, allegedly, faves. season two is going to have uh, more Winnie the Pooh, which we like. Yeah. And what was the other one? I don't remember. I'll have to look it up. But so far, so good. Yeah, I yeah. would say so. Uh, two starter decks. We still need some play mats. I'll be invested in this. Mm-hmm. Like I will be trying to play this with you when you're over. But we still have to learn. Of course. Anyways, this is an anime podcast, Dan. What are we doing here today? Um. Well, uh, having briefly went outside for a cigarette while we were pulling Lorcana packs. The drawing board is back and for the second to last time, he is Future Century Edition. Mm. Uh, so obviously we've arrived as I said at the penultimate batch of Mobile Fighter G Gundam episodes. Here is a brief recap of what happened on the previous batch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Battle Royale finale of the G- of the Gundam Fight Finals has begun. Uh, it's on an island near Neo Hong Kong with the laser barricades kind of cordoning that section off uh, with the only rule being that yeah, gotta be the last Gundam standing on that island to win the entire tournament uh, once everyone arrived and the bell sounded 
several fighters immediately started um, fighting one another, including many of our Shuffle Alliance goobers. Yes. Even if we're teammates and we have to unite against the, the Devil Gundam eventually, we gotta, we, we're still martial artists, we gotta settle the score now. But most of those fights, for reasons, are not finished. Mm -hmm. uh, the Devil Gundam itself finally emerges, having <laughs> almost completely regenerated uh, in the time that it's been healing beneath Neo Hong Kong. Uh, Master Asia challenges Domon to face him, but he'll have to get past the four evil kings first. Uh, Zeus Gundam was possessed by DG Cells, and is currently holding the god Gundam in place, while Gundam Heaven Sword, uh, who was uh, the transformed version of Nero's Gundam, mm -hmm. piloted by Michelo Chariot, uh, prepares to attack the god Gundam. Uh, recall that Kyoji was revealed to be an android made of DG cells, and he had a strange little interaction with Rain's father, the lead professor of Neo-Japan. Uh, also recall that Master Asia appears to be suffering from a soap opera illness. Yes, I don't I know do. what yet, yeah. but he might not He's have much them. time left. And keep in mind that the Shining Gu Gundam has been salvaged and is currently in Neo-Japan's hangar undergoing repairs. Yes. So that's going to come into play uh, in some capacity. But things are about to get worse. Nope. Uh, obviously, we're in the, the, the last stretch here. Uh, it can only get darker before the dawn. <laughs> so what are you expecting to happen? What do you think's going on? I don't know. I think there's going to be some... I, I don't know if there's going to be any deaths in this anime. Mm -hmm. Some characters die. I'm not feeling for Master Asia. He has that secret sickness going on here. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if anyone's going to die legitimately. I feel like there's going to be a co final confrontation between the Devil Gundam and Domen Kohn, of course. Mm -hmm. But Domen Kashu. But... Up until this point, what have you speculated is the deal with the Devil Gundam? I don't know. Like, do you give your life force to the Devil Gundam to survive? I don't know. What are they doing well, over we've there? We've watched a lot of anime. Do you with, get like reborn with misguided uh, scientists? Yeah. What What do you think the original purpose of the Devil Gundam was? I would say something like long-lasting life immortality. Okay, that's what I would say. Okay, mm. so keep that in mind. Mm. Um, and I can also promise that we're finally we might see a little bit of space today. Space, uh, if not, yeah. if not today the next time but we are going to definitely we're going to see space holland with its windmill i believe so yeah uh, i believe the battlefield is going to expand mm. beyond just this little island uh see what it has in store for us yeah so you know that's that's that i'm excited to showcase these episodes because for the most part they are all going to be pretty action-packed mm. um as you know the wind up or wind down i should say of any anime that we have watched they pack a lot of action into these episodes. Yes. So I'm excited to share them. Excited to see some of the new Gundams or better looks at Gundams that we previously only got flashes of. Mm -hmm. uh, and also seeing the Devil Gundam kind of flex its power finally. Mm. So without further ado, Gundam Fight Final Ready Emotional Damage. Mmm.
we are back, having just watched another four episodes of Mobile Fighter G Gundam, specifically uh, the penultimate batch for us. The next time we cover G Gundam, it will be the final <laughs> four episodes. Yes. Um, but any initial thoughts uh, before we get into it? Oh, a few things into it. The stuff went down. Yeah. Yeah. People are dead. People are alive. Um, eh. One thing to take away from this and, and, you know, it'll make sense when we get into the plots, but for all of the, the jokes I make about this being, a, a, you know, a goober series at times, mm. this really was a formative anime for me. And Master Asia was like a formative anime villain for me. Because there's always, it feels like in a lot of the anime that we grew up with, there was generally a villain who was slightly more sympathetic and then like a more chaotic bigger bad who would mm. always come out some sometimes in, in in series like this and for me master asia for a very long time has been like a top tier sympathetic villain yes like he's he's you know everything that i like about that trope he kind of embodies he was probably one of the first times i was exposed to something like this um and I just, and these episodes really reinforced why I, I kind of love this series mm-hmm. and why I love, you know, this cast of characters, yeah. even if they, you know, find themselves in, in goofy situations. It's a um, good gel between them. Yeah. Yeah. I was worried about all of them. Um, but one thing before we get into the plots proper, because uh, it was some news that I forgot to bring up in the intro segment, but I remembered it because, uh... Sunrise is one of the companies, I think, production companies that contributed to this anime. Mm -hmm. And I saw some tweets going around the other day that a... uh, Let's see here, I have the specific name. Um, In Japan, there is this Tokyo Lab company that I think did a lot of, like, film processing back in the day for, like, a lot of 80s and 90s anime. Uh, And so they still have... A lot of film prints of anime from that era. Uh, well, actually, all the way back to 1955, this wow. says. Because um, I think, you know, they did... They, they were involved in some level of the process. Um, and they still own, or at least store, many of the masters of those old anime productions. Yeah. So, they are going out of business. And... They're going to have to destroy most of their stock. As so, we'll have to do with our past episodes, yes. Yeah. So this is just a kind of a story to follow because there are a lot of pieces of anime history in there that will seemingly be lost forever if they are not properly, you know, bought up or put into, you know, archived mm. in a different location. Should we do that or? Well, we can try to do that. Yeah. Certainly. <laughs> if, mm. uh, if we're trusted with that. Um, but yeah, but it, it reminded me because Sunrise, the Sunrise logo is on, uh, you know, these G Gundam episodes, mm. and I think a lot of stuff that Tokyo Lab owns was Sunrise things. Uh, you know, like, some big stuff, some smaller stuff that I think only probably aired once on television, but still, lots of, lots of history there, mm. so. Um, and also, second news item, got a correct a bit of misinformation that I've been spreading on these episodes, Rising Gundam is a separate Gundam from the original Shining Gundam. Yeah. Lambast uh, Dan. Since I was a small boy in my propeller beanie, I had always been under the impression that they had salvaged the Shining Gundam 
and just, like, given it a new coat of paint, and then Rain comes back kind of symbolically using that. Mm. That is not the case, and I should have checked, I should have done my due diligence uh, beforehand, but the the Rising Gundam was a third Neo-Japan Gundam that General Ilube had kept for himself, and according to the info that I gathered while looking into this, that one is purely for military purposes, which is why when, you know, it's able to keep up with things like the Shining Gundam and the new God Gundam, uh, because it, it has purely offensive capabilities, it is designed for warfare. Um, so that was my mistake. It was quite a quite a shocking twist yeah. for me, because I had been under that impression my entire life. I thought Dan knew more. Um, but I am not the Gundam expert, mm. as, it, as, it, you know, as it would seem. Uh, but let's get into the first of today's episodes, which is episode 42. Yeah. Uh, Assault of the Four Heavenly Kings, Gundam Heaven's Sword. Yeah. The Chibets are on the deck. They're worried. Yeah, the Chibets. Uh, well, all of the... Uh, I think all of the side characters are, are you know, we, we still keep cutting to them, and they're going to find themselves in some trouble during these <laughs> episodes. Uh, but again, we are on Lan Tao Island, which is off the coast of Neo Hong Kong. It has been completely sealed off with the iconic laser barriers that we are used to. Um, and we resume where we left off, where Gundam Heaven's Sword is attacking Domon. Uh, we kind of get, we kind of go back to the hospital room where Kyoji is speaking with Dr. Mikamura mm -hmm. as Rain is hiding behind some machinery. Yeah, held that scalpel. And Dr. Mikamura is speaking rather ominously. He he gen he takes a swing at Robo Kyoji with yeah. a scalpel. Yeah. And you know, it kind of starts to come to light that maybe Dr. Mikamura has ulterior motives going on here. Yeah. Um we kind of get a little bit of communication from Mikolo Chariot with Doman asking why he would let himself become corrupted. And Mikolo, as far as we know, is in this purely for revenge. He was mm -hmm. humiliated by Domon originally, yes. so he gave his soul over to the Devil Gundam purely just for the power boost to take him back on. Where was this backstory the whole time? There's no... There's so many characters, there's mm -hmm. not like a... But it seems like the main thing with, with these pilots who willingly joined the Devil Gundam, the main thing was just feeling inferior mm -hmm. and wanting payback. Um, so then we cut back to the hospital room where Kyoji, you know, Rain reveals herself because she's very understandably sussed out by her father's behavior, and Kyoji explains what was going on with the Devil Gundam. Originally, it was developed by Kyoji's father, uh, Dr. Kashu, uh, as Ultimate Gundam. That was its original name. Uh, and we'll, we're gonna get into its specific features in a later episode because... We get a better explanation down the road, hmm. but Dr. Mikamura was jealous. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Dr. Kashu had Jonathan-styled uh, talked down about his system that he had built for the Shining Gundam, the Hyper Mode, mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, this is, this is like a, a Golden Sonic thing that's only motivated by anger, therefore yeah. it's incomplete, and Dr. Mikamura was, was deeply ashamed and embarrassed about mm -hmm. that. Uh, which is some interesting. I never would have factored. I like. I had forgotten that element, that you know, Doctor Kashu had literally just made a an innocent remark like, "Oh, it's probably not a good idea to make this weapon rely on yeah. anger." Uh, and Doctor Mikamura, that had been like his start of darkness. And that Gundam was originally meant to, like, recuperate the Earth. Yes. Yeah. 
um, because it uh, again we will we'll get into. Oh, actually, no, we can get because it, it is they repeat it later on here. Yeah. Let me just find it in my notes. Okay, so the main three traits of the Devil Gundam, or the Ultimate Gundam, as it would have been called, are self-regeneration, self-multiplication... And self-flagulation, yeah. No. And the ability to evolve. I see. Uh, So with those three powers combined, they had hoped that it would have been able to help restore the Earth and its infrastructure to a livable state again. Uh, Because, as we know, people... The majority of people are living in these neo-space colonies... There's a few stragglers left behind on Earth who kind of have to live in the ruins, but it is not sustainable for humans to, to live there anymore. Um, so presumably the, you know, the ultimate Gundam would have been the method to fix this, be it through helping nature revive itself or by building hospitable environments for the humans back down there. Yes. Uh, I, I, the more I think about it, the more I think that it was probably the, the, the second one, because it probably could have used its its technology to kind of develop infrastructure and like irrigation and things like that to kind of and provide power to them uh while multiplying itself so so something to that effect it would have been the ultimate piece of sustaining technology yes um so uh you know there's a lot of uh you know rain like electroshocks Kyoji with two electrodes yeah. because he's he's She's got a, a he's, yeah. he's got to like get back in the fight. And we learned that Kyo, whoever's father, yeah, Doman's father is mm-hmm. like frozen on purpose. Well, we know we knew that. Yeah, he was in cryogenic and his mom got shot. His mom got shot. We no. knew that too. Oh, yeah, that was revealed in the previous like Kyoji flashbacks in the first half of the series. Mm. Um. And that is key because, as we learn, the the stuff that went down in uh, in Guyana was kind of a very big deal for them. I will end Shinjuku. Um, so, with a lot of uh, you know, Domon is facing Gundam Heaven Sword, and Sai Saichi and Argo arrive to help him. Yes. Uh, so we're starting to finally see the Shuffle Alliance come together and work to face this evil as they were intended to. Um, Meanwhile, because of all the explosions happening out at sea, all of our side characters are gathered on the fishing boat with everyone else. The Chibidets... The the stupid children come and scoop up the the rest of the supporting cast. Nastasha... Yeah, uh, (laughs) everyone's there. Yeah, everyone, the two monks, they're all there. Um, Two gay monks. So, uh, Gundam Heaven Sword notably absorbs... Uh, Doman's burning finger technique and it enters into a red mode uh, kind of similar to Rodan mm. um, but seemingly it's it's way too powerful to be taken out by that technique alone and now it seems to be even stronger uh, so Kyoji gets back into the Shadow Gundam despite the rough condition that he is in uh, you know cyborg or android body wise and heads back to the fight. Mm-hmm. Rain decides that she is no longer going to sit on the sidelines either, yeah. and heads to the battle in the Shining Gundam. Love it. Because Wonderful. Because there's so much that needs to be conveyed to Domon. Mm-hmm. Um, well, any any thoughts on that? I apologize. I, lo- I loved it. I was like, Rain's getting back in the Gundam. I love to mm-hmm. see this. I didn't know that Japan had three. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, 
finally, uh, Argo uses his, like, Earth powers to create a tunnel leading up to the Dark Gundam. Secret tunnel! Exactly. And tells Domon to race ahead to go and confront the Dark Gundam. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Argo and Sai stay behind. I did not like the little send-off that these two got, as compared to the other two that we get in the next episode. Yeah. It was way less. It was. It was quicker. Yeah. Like, they, they did both give speeches in terms of what Domon had imparted mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. Like, Argo learned that sometimes uh, fighting is more about, is less about a victory and more about learning about yourself. Mm-hmm. And Sai Saichi was obviously, like, he looked to Domon as a big brother figure, and he had given him hope for restoring uh, his his martial arts school. Mm-hmm. So, um, Argo and Sai Saichi both enter hyper mode, and they defeat Gundam Heaven's Sword, but at what cost? There's a big explosion, we see both of their, all three Gundams have been wrecked, uh, but we don't know what state they're in. Mm-hmm. They are assumed to have sacrificed themselves. Uh, Domon makes it closer to the Devil Gundam and Master Asia, but as Master Asia reveals, uh, Gentle Chapman and the John Bull Gundam were mm-hmm. hiding in a big rock. Our so he's like, paves, yeah. you're going to have to go through this guy if you want to get to me, and John Bull Gundam charges ahead. Thus leading into episode 43, yeah. Royal Counterattack, Ambush of the Grand, Grand Gundam. Gundam. So John Bull Gundam immediately transforms into Grand Gundam, who we had seen previously uh, earlier in the finals. It is the gigantic, usually quadruped Gundam with massive cannons and impaling, like a, like a, it has like a Berserk Fury plasma cannon mm. on top, uh, but lots of firepower. And we also, you know, we, we kind of are, are regathering with Rain and uh, Kyoji and all the side characters outside where Kyoji reveals that in in addition to the standard laser barrier that is around the island, there is an additional outer shield that extends under the water, underground, and then up into the sky, encasing the island like a dome. Yeah. So for whatever reason, Chairman Wong had this set up to literally provide no method of escape. We'll need two Gundams of equal power in order to get through this. Yeah, they gotta reverse the polarity to open a small hole yeah. uh, to get into this into the shielding so that they can disable both layers of them. Um, so Chibity and George arrive as, as Domon is fighting the Grand Gundam. Uh, once again, Domon goes on ahead, and they kind of emphasize to him, like, no, you need to keep going, you need to fight the Devil Gundam and end this. Uh, the Chibidets have a bad yeah. feeling, they yeah. can sense it, that something's, something's going on. Something's wrong with Chibidi. Uh, and at this point, as Domon is kind of reaching the peak, Wong snaps his fingers, and none other than Allenby emerges oh. in full berserker mode. Oh, poor Allenby. Um... Back further down, Chibity and George kind of recoup after, you know, both expending their ammunition yeah, against Grand Gundam. Yeah, one has champagne, one has whiskey. Yeah, we had a, we had a bit and of an the argument. Whole discussion there, how that's not a whiskey bottle, but sure. It's a badly drawn bottle of Jack, mm-hmm. in my opinion, yeah. because it's, it's like, it's like black colored and it's square. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously following American stereotypes, it's, he's drinking whiskey and then yeah. George is drinking and champagne. champagne. Yeah. Uh, presumably genuine yeah. champagne, as far as we know. Um, but they had both kind of, uh, in a 
little not-so-different-you-and-I moment. Mm -hmm. They had both packed this bottle of booze with them to celebrate their victory, but instead they both pour it out onto their respective Gundams as kind of like, you know, a sign that this could be the end and we might have to sacrifice ourselves and these Gundams in order to win. But they're still both grateful for how far they've come and yeah. what they've accomplished anyway up until this point. Uh, they kind of attempt a little sneak attack where George provides a distraction and then Shibity fires up at the Grand Gundam from a crevice underneath. But the Grand Gundam very back. narrowly yeah. manages to avoid this. It stands up on its what we would consider its hind legs, and it is pissed. So the two of them are seemingly doomed now. Chibity is about to get smushed beneath one of the feet of the Grand Gundam. Uh, but in the chaos, George notices that there was one last rose bit left yeah. over from his previous attack. Yeah, use the rose bit. Uh, Chibity loads the rose bit into the gun that uh, Gundam Maxter wields and fires it directly into the Grand Gundam's cockpit taking out Gentle Chapman mm. and disabling the Grand Gundam, meaning that these two win, but in the ensuing self-destruction of the mm -hmm. Grand Gundam, the fate of Georges and Chibity are also unknown. Yeah, don't know what happens to them. And then this is when, uh, you know, back at the boat, the uh, Rising yeah, Gundam the and... The one main Chibidette is like, ooh, I sensed a feeling there. Uh, yeah. But Rising and Shadow Gundam are able to reverse the polarity, get a shield open so that Miss Marie yeah. can crawl through. Why not let this smallest one through? And in a moment that we weren't expecting from her, she pulls a grenade yeah. out of her and out of her blouse the and then yeah. blows up the shield generator from the other side. And uh, therefore, Rain and Shadow Gundam are able to proceed. And as Allenby is wailing on God Gundam... Rain shows up, and Wario tackles uh, Allen B into the ocean. Yes. So that, that fight will continue there. Girl fight! And that leads us uh, to episode 44. <laughs> Schwartz, rest, rest in, in grace. Domen's <laughs> tearful attack. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think is going to happen? happen. <laughs> we kind of get two of these He didn't in a really row. die, though. Technically not. No, Technically I don't think not. so. Someone died harder in the next episode. Oh, yeah. Um... But, uh, okay, so, again, we resume where, uh, Rain has Wario slammed Allenby into the sea, and their fight is continuing underwater. Yeah, Schwarz is back in town, baby. Yeah. Uh, Master Asia briefly fights Dolman, but Kyoji slash Schwarz returns and says that he will fight Master Asia instead, because Dolman has to prioritize defeating the Devil Gundam. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, back under the ocean, Noble Gundam... Our favorite Sailor Moon <laughs> Gundam a wet fight under there. transforms into the final member of the Four Heavenly Kings. It is the Walter Gundam. <laughs> uh, and I looked up more about this just to, to, to clarify. Um, let's see here. I have the... Okay. So, Walter Gundam in Japan has an alternate title that translates to Swordsman, which is the name of another Kung Fu Wuxia movie mm. Uh as all of the Four Heavenly Kings are. Um, and there's a few other things that are speculated. Its name might be a corruption of water, because it's first introduced underwater, and apparently in the scope of the, you know, Devil Gundam's forces, Walter Gundam commands the naval forces. Mm. Uh, Walter, I think, as a name, means leader of the army, 
There's a lot of, you know, there's like guns named that and such. So it's, it leads the naval forces. That's the explanation for its name. Yeah. But it, it's it's a kind of a, a, a rolling ball with big <laughs> hands uh, and crab legs when it chooses to have them. Uh, but that is the final of the Heavenly Kings left to be revealed. And yes. it is facing uh, rain underwater. Um, so we Two see... Ryojis? Yeah, we see that Kyoji is Kyoji, still sorry. in the cockpit of the Devil Gundam. He is wasting away. He's very dry. Yeah. Uh, and he's being suspended by wires that are kind of draining his life force in the cockpit of the Devil Gundam. Uh, Master Asia, in the ideal version of his plan, wants Domon to be the new pilot slash... He, he even outright says, like, core mm-hmm. of the machine. It, even if you're not the pilot, you're going to be the life essence that it's drawing power from. Yes. Uh, because although it is the ultimate machine, it must be powered by the ultimate life form, and that's the, the crux of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Wong, meanwhile, he's off scheming. Yeah, he's having a little breakdown starting off on this episode, right? Yeah, yeah. He has another idea. He wants Allenby with her berserker system, uh, who he, I guess, foresees as easier to control, to be the pilot instead. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Rain and Allenby move their fight to the old circular arena in the Bay of Neo Hong Kong, Mm -hmm. and Allenby, in her rage mode, confesses that she is in love with Domun, and that's what she's fighting for. Um, So, Kyoji, the real Kyoji, is doing bad, um, and again, we kind of get a reiteration of what the Devil Gundam was originally created to do. Mm. Self-regenerate, self-multiply, and evolve. However, when it impacted on Earth when Kyoji made his original escape, the computer was damaged, it reset, and it turned evil. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyoji's consciousness, uh, at, at a later point down the line, wh- while the Devil Gundam was rampaging, they took out Neo-Germany's fighter, mm-hmm. and Kyoji's consciousness, you know took over that body with DG cells and basically created a mirror image of himself to continue on as Schwarz Bruder, yes. the masked fighter of Neo-Germany. It makes um, sense in anime terms. So, uh, Allenby and Rain are continuing their fight, and Rain kind of unveils the bow and arrow that... Yeah. I'll shoot you through the heart! The Rising Gundam can use... Yeah, because the, the, she kind of does a quick scan, and the Walter Gundam has a visible Berserker system receiver. Yeah, right next to the heart. On its body. But it is dangerously close to the core where Allen B is. So she'll have to be precise. Uh, Rain kind of, um, like, pulls the arrow back, and we briefly get, like, a, a shot of her in a traditional like, Japanese outfit for yeah. one second. Yeah. Um, and she launches the arrow, but despite landing the hit, Allenby keeps charging. Mm. Um, so it's, you know, there, it's going to be a fight to the end between the two of them. So, back at the Devil Gundam, Kyoji is begging Domon to <laughs> take out the, the Kyoji in the cockpit. Yeah, He Kill wants me. his original body destroyed, because if the Devil Gundam is deprived of a pilot, it cannot survive any longer. Um, and again, Master Asia finally clarifies that the entire time that these finals have been going on, 
He's been testing Domon and mm. training him. We got that. So that he would be the ultimate specimen to, to take over the Devil Kyoji. Gundam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, Kyoji manages to reach his body, uh, but they have maybe seconds to act because the Devil Gundam is trying to disassemble the cyborg version. Um, and Domon tearfully must use his, uh, you know, uh, it's a Sekiai Kyoken fist. Mm to destroy both copies of his brother and the cockpit of the Devil Gundam. Yeah. And uh, Master Asia is, like, blown back by the shockwave. He's panicked, and we get... We, we kind of end on this freeze frame of the Devil Gundam seemingly exploding, mm -hmm. Master Asia downed, and, you know, Domon crying out for his brother. Yeah. And that leads to episode 45... Farewell, Master. Master Asia's last breath. <laughs> What's gonna happen here? <laughs> What's gonna happen? I didn't know. I, I had an idea, but I didn't know. Uh, so, as we were shown in the previous episode, Kyoji and the cockpit are destroyed. Um, the rest of the new Shuffle Alliance members are indeed still alive, and they have been reunited with their respective friends, uh, you know, watching the final battle. But they are like their Gundams have been destroyed, so they kind of admit... From here on out, our place is to just observe this because we can't take part in that world yeah. anymore at this moment. Yeah. Um, seemingly, as far as any of the spectators can guess, though, the Devil Gundam has been defeated, meaning that the tournament is still continuing, and that leaves Domon to fight Master Asia, mm -hmm. finally. Why? Uh, Master Asia, again, in terms of villain motives finally clarifies that he wants to wipe out all of humanity. Um, he... Because yeah, he's a fan of nature, I guess? Well, it, it builds... I, I suppose I can just clarify this now, because it builds throughout the episode, but Master Asia, after, you know, serving in the Shuffle Alliance and winning countless Gundam fights, kind of witnessed that the Earth was being further ravaged. It had already been basically ravaged mm -hmm. by humanity before they left for space, yeah. but the Gundam fight was literally just beating a dead horse yeah. and destroying Earth even further. And as the winner of the Gundam fight, Master Asia had contributed to that destruction, because as we saw, these Gundam fights could sometimes take out what remained of, of Earth's greatest cities yeah. and landmarks, just by taking, like, and just Master a one-on-one -on -one fight. to eliminate humanity. Yeah, he wanted Earth to be reset to its its natural, beautiful state mm -hmm. without any humans left. Uh, but we did get shades of that when they were in the underground portion of Neo Hong Kong, yes. where he's like, humanity is a pestilence, you know, why would you, why would anyone want humans to come back here mm -hmm. and continue this? Uh... Wong chimes in with a, a counter-proposal, being like, hey, you know, we can still try to figure something out. If if you win this tournament for me, that could give us four more years to try to, to rebuild the Devil mm -hmm. Gundam. What do you say? And Master Age is like, no, fuck off. I'm yeah. done. No. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm ending this. And uh, he then states that the Devil Gundam actually wants the same thing. It wants all humans gone, and it basically came to that conclusion after its computer was damaged and reset, where it, its three different paths of logic, self-regeneration, self-multiplication, and of evolution, as per many movie 
TV and anime robots have realized humans are bad. I got to eliminate the humans in order to create the perfect world that I was programmed to create. Mm -hmm. And thus, that is what the Devil Gundam is doing now. Mm -hmm. uh, or was doing at that point. Um, so then, uh, Domon is kind of, uh, you know... Again, Master Asia is, is kind of pissed that, you know, this Gundam fight has been nothing but a game with pieces moving. But the game comes at a tremendous cost to what remains of the Earth. Mm. Um, and while they are fighting and communicating with their fists, uh, Domon can tell that Master Asia's soul is sad. Mm. And the other Shuffle Alliance members watching can also feel it. They can feel that there is despair in Master Asia's action and in his fighting styles. Mm. Um, so Domon kind of, uh, you know, uh, they kind of do an individual sonic green tornado move into each other mm -hmm. uh and this is i think i think it's uh chibity who's like oh that is the sound of souls clashing and domon at this point states that humans are indeed part of the earth they are a part of that life cycle like anything else and you know how could you think about rebuilding earth without without humans humans were born on earth we have just as much of a right to it as anyone else mm -hmm. and maybe we can still change learn from our mistakes but we're you know but still exist as part of that ecosystem and master asia is clearly way too cynical to believe that yeah. so they're going to have to come to blows over this uh master gundam enters hyper mode for the first time as does uh, domon and the god gundam and they do a gigantic colliding uh sekiai ten kyoken into one another um, and in one of my favorite scenes, we get this collision of the attacks. Master Asia's is steadily overwhelming Domon, mm -hmm. uh, and Master Asia starts critiquing him like a teacher would. He's yep. like, no, no, no. Go further, go faster, like, go stronger. You, you're not, you're not, you gotta, like, put more emphasis on your, like, legs and hips in order to maintain the fighting yeah. stance, like, you're doing it you wrong. You think you're gonna keep up with me? You're, you're a disappointment. Yeah. And Domon is like, like, I'm not, you know, I'm going to prove that I'm worthy of, of not only replacing you, but surpassing you. And with that extra willpower, Domon combines his burning finger technique with the Senkiai Tio, uh, Tio Kyoken and grasps Master, or the Master Gundam and shatters it, mm -hmm. finally destroying it and defeating Master Asia. Yeah, it's taken some time, but it's happened. In kind of the space between spaces, Master Asia is greeted by the spirits of the old Shuffle Alliance. Yeah, who are like, we're here too. And they're kind of like, we should have seen what the Gundam fight was doing to you. You know, you, you fought constantly and you looked at the destruction that was left behind and it weighed on your soul. And we're sorry that you had to fight that fight alone. We're mm. sorry that we didn't see it happening to you sooner. Yeah. Um, but, you know, all we can do now is, is kind of learn from our mistakes or, and let the next generation properly wield our titles and our legacies. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, so they move on. I would assume that that, that means that they have reconciled with Master Asia as the King of Hearts. Yeah. Um, and Master Asia is, is dying on the beach below. Domon is kind of cradling him in his last moments. 
and Masterasia kind of reveals, like, you can check my whole body, I don't have any DG cells in me, this was purely my own conviction. Yeah. And I just I wanted was, to do it for shigs. Like, I was acting alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Domon is proud of that fact, because he assumed that Masterasia wouldn't have allowed himself to be possessed in any capacity. His power was completely his own. Mm-hmm. So, Masterasia dies as both him and Dolmon recite the pledge of uh, the, the undefeated Gundam of the East. Yeah. Um, and we kind of, the end scene, for a little bit of a, of, a, of a different vibe, is the slogan of the undefeated of the East. Uh, Look to the horizon, it is burning, etc. Mm-hmm. And that ends this batch. Yeah, it was very interesting. I didn't expect it to go this hard. Thank you for recapping mm-hmm. the episodes in detail, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that Domen was gonna not not Domen. Uh, Master Asia was gonna die, mm-hmm. and you know, I was granted my answer. I guess. Yes, I thought that was happening. I heard all that coughing before. Yeah, but... he was. He was, and that's why Master Asia couldn't pilot the Devil Gundam himself mm-hmm. because at that point he was too old and sick. And the Devil Gundam wouldn't accept him as a pilot. It went more interesting than I thought, but I mean, we have four or so episodes left, I assume. We do. And how is this going to end up? I don't know. Like, I, I, is yeah. it going to be a four-part finale challenging the Devil Gundam? We uh, we do have four more episodes to go. Um, the, the fight is going to move to kind of a, a new battlefield, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, because there are... Some threads that remain hanging at this point. Uh, obviously, two major emotional ones, uh, being Kyoji and Master Asia, have been removed from the board. Mm-hmm. But the owner of the chessboard, you know, Chairman Wong... Yeah, who's been a suspect the entire time. He's still there. And yeah. although Dr. Mikamura says that he's going to turn himself in and make sure that the entire plot is revealed and they're all brought to justice... Chairman Wong is still chilling mm. at the moment. Yeah. So presumably we got to deal with him too. Mm. And that we will when we next resume Mobile Fighter G Gundam yeah, two, two weeks, weeks from now. Yeah, two weeks time. Uh, but uh, I've know. enjoyed it though. Of course. So you know, I, I know we're heading up to the finale. Mm-hmm. There's been some reveals. There's been some let goes of characters that are still alive, a la the Shuffle Alliance. Mm-hmm. I thought at least one of them's going to die. But they're all still hanging in there. Yeah. I love that Rain get a l- gets a little more action to do here. And she'll get more. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, I, I love seeing Ellen B again. I hope that she returns to the fray. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Master Asia, we thought he was going to go. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. But again, he... And gone he, he is. He is one of my favorite anime villains. Mm. So I, I, I was very pleased to share this uh, with you. Mm. Uh, so I, I I am glad that you've enjoyed it so far. Yes. Uh, in the meantime, is there anywhere that our audience can reach you if they so choose? You can find me at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read on TikTok slash X, and follow my other podcasts, including Nightcaps of the Theater and Drink and Read the podcast on most podcasting platforms. Uh, you can find me at King underscore Danis on Instagram X and Threads if you so choose. Uh, and all as well as our anime was not a mistake Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for listening. 
And Jonathan, do you have a tease of oh, what to expect next week? Do I, Dan? The mm-hmm. summer's not over yet. Mm-hmm. I know that this episode will probably go up mid-October. Probably, At yeah. the rank we're going, but uh, the summer's not over yet, Dan. Mm-hmm. And we're getting a little similar film from the same people that brought us The Night is Short, Walk On, Girl. Ooh. We're getting a film by the name of Ride Your Wave. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. you know, expect the sea, the sun, a little surfing, some firefighting, which I know Dan is into, yeah. and totally no heartbreak going on in there. Definitely no heartbreak. Your heart won't be broken, Dan. I, I, well, I assume it would, but I mean, yeah. after all, my job is beach, so. Yeah. Now that you know, we'll <laughs> see you then. Wear some sunscreen. Bring your surfboard. You get some ice cream. Yeah. Do it all. Yeah. Do you like a dolphin? Do you like an orca? I don't know. I like whale sharks. Oh, interesting. Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weeb horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast, or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. <laughs>